0: Chelsea, Liverpool and City are running absolute riot week after week and uh, unfortunately, there is an absolute conundrum at United, especially after the final defeat to Liverpool. At the same time, we have seen Salah who is completely unstoppable at the moment, while one roulette of City wasn't enough, as now we have Tuchel to play with our thoughts, as well as Chelsea completely spoiled for choices at the back. So, to make it a bit easier for our listeners at Jersey Premier League, we have brought in Chelsea, a Chelsea fanatic in Shuvankar Mohanty who is known to do his thorough analysis on Chelsea squad and uh, is our basically go-to guy when it comes to Chelsea transfers and uh, cracking the tukal roulette. So there's a lot to discuss in Game Week 10 preview and uh, without further further ado, let's begin with me, Yashasu as host and along with me, Sushant, Sroomit and Rahul as co-host for this particular segment.
1: So, Swankar, um, we just wanted to know this thing from you, like how did your Game Week uh, 9 go and what were the key points that you actually took from the Game Week 9,
2: your previous performance? Okay, so Game Week 9 was uh, just saved by Salah as usual, expected. Otherwise, uh, you know, uh, I would have been ragging my team again from the hole. So, Salah was the only uh, saviour for me. Otherwise, uh, there was nothing else from any of the players I had. Uh, Spillacuera getting benched, Leverimento on the bench again, uh, not being used as a sub. So, ju- just Salah saving me again. Uh, so, I'm happy with that 81 points, uh, staying close to the top, uh, somewhat, somehow. So, I think, yeah, like uh, it's good to go for the next week. Uh, the key points I have taken is, again, like Salah I won't mind leaving a permanent captain ban on him for the rest of the season but uh, <laughs> but you have to think about it sometimes you know depending on the fixture but again he's fixture proof as well. Uh Sanchez I I mean uh, you just can't uh, consider him as a bad option even though his bad fixtures city at home I even mean, they conceded three goals but still he got the safe points so doing better than the other ones. So that's a dilemma for next week as well having Liverpool at home. So, away. So, yeah. I think he's still a go-to keeper at 4.5 uh, bracket. Nothing to worry about it, I guess. Um, the City defence and the Chelsea, Chelsea defence are something, again, you have to look at very closely and pick your, uh, you know, choices. Otherwise, I'm just uh, frustrated with Sar. I probably have to let him go for somebody else. Uh, and the rest of the team for me is okay. I'm good to go for game weekend, I guess.
1: Okay, that was great, Uh If you have to, if I have to go to Yashasw, Yashasw, how was your game week experience the
0: previous? Week? Uh, so, if you come to me, so it was my best game week in uh, FPL till uh, t- now because I went on to score more than hundred points, and uh, all credit goes to Salah, our Egyptian king, who went on to score forty eight points for me. It was against United, but then uh, there was faith in Salah that he's going to score considering his form. And he absolutely destroyed United. Like, I mean, it was not it was pure joy for a Liverpool fan to go on and see Salah completely dismantling United defence. And it was, I mean, you cannot ask for more. Then there was like uh, a very big punt on Grealish considering the it, And he gave like uh, an assist, so it was nice. At the same time, uh, my defence clicked. So the moment your defense starts clicking, automatically the points start accumulating, and uh, that is what worked for me. And uh, I jumped from uh, a very hapless 210 rank in JPL to 120. So mm-hmm. it was a big jump for me. And uh, my eyes are on Sromet To so, you know, he said somewhere around like game week three that you won't be able to reach me, uh, <laughs> reach out to me. But then. Uh, I have those words stored in me and it's kind of an elephant memory for me. So, yes, I remember that. But Yashashwar, there is
1: this one thing in your team <laughs> that I'm keeping to see. Like, you have Grealish here. Okay, so yeah. Are you going
0: to keep this guy or, you know, just let him go after a few game weeks? Uh, it was basically a game week one or two punt only for me. And uh, he'll be he'll be moot considering his uncertainty to start. And definitely, if you see, so... Maybe one more game week, and after that, like I'll have to think of Jungming uh, Son, who is having uh, juicy fixtures coming up.
1: Yeah, that's
0: nice. Yeah, and uh, talking about the panel here, uh, we have Rahul. So who is doing tremendous in our jersey Premier League? He's currently fifth. And how did your game week go, Rahul? Give me um,
3: it was quite similar to what Shwankar said in the beginning. It was majorly Salah who was carrying the entire team. So I got around five zero five points, and uh, out of which forty had been scored by Salah, and remaining fifty seven was scored by other players, uh, which include which majorly includes Foden, and uh, Antonio, and other than that, uh, you know, no other attacker had provided me with anything. And in defence, finally, Livermore I had to start him after losing points with him on bench. Uh, I happened to bench Kristensen uh, and target both just to make a you know make a start for Livramento and which paid off eventually. So he gave me, a, you know, proper nine points, and then Cresswell came out of bench as well, and who happened to gave me twelve points, which eventually made me cross 100, uh, 100 pointers mark twice in the season now. So I'm quite okay with the squad now. I'm still holding on to my wild card. I'm not sure when, when I'm gonna use it, but let's see.
2: I think you have more no saves than Sarah
3: yes i think uh you know uh, there's there's a saying going on in the group right now i mean salah and inshallah regarding captaincy and i think we should all adhere by it if we want to stay relevant in the league right now because uh what i you know see in the stats is about 80 percent or 85 percent people you know are going with salah as a captain. so even if he happens to blank, you might not lose that many ranks in the league or you know in the overall rank as well so right now um, salah has to be the savior for everyone Anybody who goes against him should be, you know, at least not even 100% confident, but it should be more than 100% confident to be outscoring Salah right now. So there's that as well.
1: So if I have to go to Sushank. Sushank, how was your experience of the previous game week and how was the performance of yours like Sushank?
4: Smith, as a Liverpool fan, uh, we all were, uh, the joy was over the moon. We all were so delighted because. We no one expected that scoreline against United, so we were all super happy. As an SPL player, I took a big punch of uh, KDB, which definitely did not work out. Uh, Pep bought him to play in the last 15 minutes. I, I don't know for some what what reason, and we don't know. We all have been victims of pay per He doesn't play a player, he doesn't start a player, and he his most important player. He plays him in, in the Carabao Cup, 83 minutes. So, so, if KDB would have been benched, my vice-captain was Salah. So, I would have got a good amount of points, but my risk did not pay off as well. However, the weekend went good. I had 95 points because of Odin and Antonio as well. So, uh, as a Liverpool fan, over the moon, uh, completely overjoyed. As an SPL player, probably I missed out captaining Salah over there. And which can come back and haunt me badly. Because the gap from the top uh, is increasing slowly, game by game, so every move becomes very crucial right now.
1: That's rightly said, Sushank. And Sushank, you have been like the victim of Pep rule at It is like it is like written in every FPL player's history or Kundali that you just have to be the victim of Pep rule at least once in a season. So, Sushank, is it your first, or are the rule thing going to get you know continued for you, Sushank?
4: Uh, no, I have burnt my hand more than thrice, <laughs> and it's not just this season; it's continuing from last season as well. I don't know. I mean, uh, you feel that there are certain players who are nailed, and you think that you have cracked down the pepperule because they are due to score. And I, I would say I was almost there because I took a punt. If you look at my team, I was sure that Poden and KDB uh, either, either, either would play, and I had high chances of KDB. So Poden scored and gave me good amount of points. So, the analysis was not wrong. It's just the player, uh, uh, I, I, if I would have captain, I was 50-50 between Foden and KDB. And I, I would go that. Because for me, SPL, you either finish in top 3, top 4 or you or you don't look at your rank. Is, it doesn't matter whether you finish 11th or 35th or say one million or something like this. So, for me, it's like that. People normally say that uh, you should avoid taking minus 8. You should, uh, but but that is for someone who is at the top, the first rank ranked. If you are out of the first 10, there is no way you cannot take minus 6 and reach the top. So for me, I will go with risk again. If you look at my last two game weeks, I have taken minus 8, minus 8. And that has not come back to haunt me badly. Even in last game week, I took a minus 8 and I got reached. <laughs> so uh, that's the game I play.
0: If I have to come to uh, Shuvankar, uh, so there's one major question that is running in everyone's mind. It is related to the Chelsea defenders and uh, since everyone is point for choices, so I just wanted to know like I mean who would be starting and who won't be starting.
2: That's the usual question every week. Yeah. So, it's like, you know, you have to follow Tuchel's mind every otherwise you won't know who is starting. Uh, last week I said SP Lekweda is probably going to get benched and that happened. Because he played two back to back games, uh, one the weekend and one the midweek. So far, I have been able to read Tuchel's mind uh, properly, but uh, I don't know whether it will be correct every time or not. But this time, this week, I feel Aspelik Veda and Rudi a start, and Chilwell as well. James, I'm not sure, because uh, uh, Christensen and Chalabao fit as well. So it depends, actually. With so many spots and so many choices you can't really predict. But if you have to really go for one Chelsea asset that's in defence, then that's Rudiger. He starts 10 out of 10. And uh, unless he's injured, uh, then that's a risk. Otherwise, he's a nailed one. I would like to come in over here. I think yeah. the most
4: important Chelsea asset in defence over here is Chilwell. Uh, we, we know for sure that he might get replaced with Alonso, But for me, I think people really likes Chilwell. If you look even in the last game against Norwich, uh, the first goal, the second goal, it was Chilwell who created. And exactly. at, the touch line, at the touch line, you see and, uh, Tuchel very animated with Chilwell. Every fifth or sixth minute, they are together, they are talking about strategy. Uh, Rijim is an uh, attacker and he plays. But he plays a predominant right wing back role, who runs in a straight line. However, Chilwell, if you look at him, he is not an out and out winger uh, Sorry, or left back. He he cut he, he plays uh, from the midfield as well. And he is normally taking player away with him. So I think for a success to work, Kilven becomes a very, very important player. Even in midweek, Alonso played and scored a goal. So I believe that that guarantee guarantees start.
2: I don't see Alonso starting somewhere soon. So please or maybe some Champions League games, but it's Chilwell over Alonso for the rest of the season, I guess. And that won't be a bad pick unless uh, you have a good first sub as well. So, probably that can help. But Reese James, I think it, it it's like swapping with Azpilicueta sometimes. So, that's a risk, uh, I believe. But Chilwell is uh, probably going to be more safer than Reese James. And uh, Rudiger and Azpilicueta are the most stable ones and there's no doubt about it. Just with a bit of congestion of, of the fixtures coming, uh, the Champions League and Carabao and a fake up maybe, Jasperlicata so might get some rest. But I think probably we'll get to know about it uh, when we follow the games midway and all. So we'll get an idea definitely. But Rudiger, uh, 100% a nail one, but that again doesn't, uh, you know, provide an upside always. Uh, so we have to, you know, keep guessing whether it's a nine-pointer or a six-pointer
3: sometimes. So very very rightly put, Shwanga. So my next question would be to you. I mean, uh, I've seen your team. You've got uh, uh, Saar, Rafina, and Mbomo in mid. And uh, right. so, yeah. So, uh, and uh, what are your transfer plans for the game week ten? I mean, uh, are you going to stick with them, or are you, you know, uh, going to attempt any points for this game week?
2: I would not, uh, you know, like to kick myself uh, by selling Rafina out uh, ahead of Norwich. <laughs> Even if his fit, is not fit, I'm not going to do that. I mean, apart. From Rafinha, there is no one else in the Leeds team who can really, you know, trouble that Norwich side. I think playing on the right flank is the real a secret you have to use this week. And just play him. If he's not playing, then it's fine. You can get a first up. But that's the one you're going to keep. Otherwise, the plan, transfer and planning is sad to hold it. Simple as that. And I'm going to do that. Uh, this with Pep Nulit, but uh, I think that's risk worth taking. We have started uh, four games in a row, I guess. And crystal palace at home he was rested in the midweek as well in the carabao game so i think uh 90 99 i see Foden starting so that's that's the simple move for me uh otherwise my team is pretty much set for this team.
1: so uh Shuvankar, coming back to you uh this thing you know like we always have this segment in our podcast where we ask our participants to like uh, keep, sell and avoid one player in the upcoming game week. So okay. if you have to bless our, bless our listeners with this information. So what is that one player which you will keep and
2: then one you will avoid and then one you will sell. Over to you, Keep for me will be Antonio. Um, it seemed like you know with the fixtures coming up uh, you know everyone wanted to sell them. But... But, uh, you know, the way he's finding out some points, somewhere, like against Spurs also, it looked tough. But then he was the one who was supposed to do that and that happened. So, I think for me, keep is Antonio. Uh, Apart from Chelsea, City and Liverpool fixture in the next eight, nine game weeks, uh, I don't think uh, he won't be scoring other than that. He's definitely going to get some rewards on other games, which are probably easier for him. you would definitely like to double up on West Ham, I guess, because the fixture is really tempting. So, You don't want to miss out. So, I think Antonio is the key for me. Cell is for me. I think if anyone is having SAR, then it's a definite sell. I mean, close and do it. Uh, it's not working <laughs> anymore for him. And um, you know, he's playing central, he's playing on the right wing for Ranieri. And in a five, uh, you know, goal thriller for Watford, he was not there. For me. and avoid I mean, uh, avoid a Manchester United defender or a player, simple as that till game makes it because they are not in the right, uh, you know,
0: mood uh, to be doing something really good and yeah. Okay, and uh, if I ask the same would be your key buy and sell?
1: Okay, I am um, going to buy, in, in this game week, in this particularly in this game week only, I am going to buy Keane, okay, uh, given the reason about, you know, like how Liverpool exploited manchester united and i expect tottenham to do the same because uh tottenham are a little bit more motivated side uh in comparison to what they were like you know five or six game weeks before so i think like tottenham can do some damage and kane has some good experience now so i'm mm-hmm. going to definitely buy kane for this game week and you know up for like six or seven game weeks because he has been there in a good measure and he's also involved now and i think with everything going on in club, so everything is getting stable and Kane will start performing. That is what my assumption is. Okay, so my buy will be Kane. Uh, my keep will be Rafinha. Like I know Rafinha is a definite keep, but I was like listening to many people saying bad things about Rafinha, but I really don't concur with any of those. And Rafinha is a must-have. Okay, Rafinha is a must-have because the entire lead system is going to be picked by Rafinha only. So I'm going to keep Rafinha cell will be sar okay or cell will be uh, tony okay tony i had but now given you know ambumo here and there like ambumo is also injured and uh, when they are actually going to find stability again the brandford team okay so uh, based on that thing i will be selling ambumo and sar both of them in the same game week okay and avoid will be ronaldo yeah don't buy United players. I'm not against Ronaldo, but uh, for now, looking at the looking at the looking at the structure that United has right now, I will not be not be suggesting upon uh, taking any United players. So please avoid Ronaldo if you can. And uh, Sushant, the same question to you.
4: Uh, for me, if you ask, uh, keep. I would not surely take Salah's name because. He is growing in ownership and I'm sure he's going to create record this year. So he's 100 percent a in everyone's team. Uh, I agree with Swanko over there. Antonio, I believe he is a season keeper. So I'll definitely keep uh Antonio. Uh I would sell uh again, same as Suankar, Uh any any Chelsea, sorry, any Man United defender, I would sell them because they don't look in shape and form. Uh, in terms of avoid, now this pick is a big differential because everyone is going for a first asset. I would avoid a Kane or a Sun over here which is completely against or opposite to what other uh, panellists are doing over here. Mm. Uh, he might go and score a break, I am not sure but he has played last 8 games and blanked in 7 out of those 8 games. I don't see any link up player. I know Sun and Kane as individual players are brilliant. They can score hat-tricks on any given day, but at the end of the day, as a team, you need that supply. Uh, the the motivation in the first camp might be back, but I still see them struggling in terms of formation. We don't know who is going to start in the back. We don't know who's uh, guaranteed or assured a spot in the defense. So it's going to be the one who dominates the midfield between United and First is gonna win the game and. Uh, Honestly, I see a draw, a nil-nil or a one-zero-one 0 uh, to either side over there. So, I don't see too many goals scoring. I might be completely wrong. But for such a huge bracket, that Kane, uh, the, the price that Kane demands, I don't think the scoring is going over there. In the same bracket, I think Aubameyang with the Arsenal attack turning up right now becomes a good deal. So, for me, any sports
2: attacking attack is an avoid right now. I mean, with Nuno at the helm. I don't see Spurs really doing anything, even if the fixes are So he, it's better to avoid. Son, yes, could be differential because he seems to be ticking every time. But Kane, I'm not sure. I mean, he is not in the mood, uh, you know, to play for Spurs after that City, uh, you know, debacle.
3: But Shuanka, don't you think t- having a t- 10.7 million differential is too much a risk? I mean, we don't see Sun scoring every game week, right? And if we are buying him for just you know one or two game weeks, and uh, he blanks, you know, unlucky, so how uh, incredible that cross would be for us. So if we are buying a different game, yes. please this one.
2: I agree, but if you, that's a bit costly. But if you see, Sun has been the. I don't see anyone scoring apart from him. Maybe Kane, but as I said, Kane is not in a mood again. So. You have to take a risk, but I think it's worth gambling over.
3: Because in the same price range, we have Obama available. Uh, I mean, different positions, obviously, but you Um, know,
2: to be honest, no Arsenal players. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Go for Arsenal players, then go for Smithrow or maybe Saka to Anakshan. Smithrow is a nice
1: asset. So, Shuankar, coming back to you. Uh, we would like to have your opinions on, uh, let's say, four players. If I have to give you four players, you just have to give your opinions, okay. The, four, the first one will be KDB. Second one will be Son. Third, Kane. And fourth, Obamia. Okay. So, if we have to go one by one, about all of them, like, you know, uh, if they can be short-term picks or if they can be long-term picks or anything from your side, Shuvankar. Again,
2: to be honest, they're not a pick for me again. Now the KDB, I, I might say, uh, 50%, but with Foden coming in and uh, Grellis uh, completely an eight player so far, I think KDB has less chances. But uh, that's a huge risk at 12.5 or 11. I'm not sure, but uh, there are so many options in that mid mid uh, midfielder range, right? So I think again, like avoid uh, KDB. Sun, as I said. Uh, it's a proper differential even if it's costly. Other than uh, son, I don't see any Tottenham player really doing well. Okay. Not not for me. Until he really gets back to the previous moves.
1: So I think Yeshar work. Yes, Ashwa, the same thing to you. Like, I'll give you four players, Ashwa. And you have to like give your opinions about four of them. If they can be short term picks, long term picks, differentials, whatever you like, you have your opinions on them. So, the four players will be KDB, Son,
0: Kane, Aubameyang. Okay, you can go one by one. If you ask me about KDB, so he's a long term buy for me. And uh, if you take away the injury part of Kane, (coughs) KDB, If he stays fit, then he is the prime of K okay for City and uh, he stays there, like, anyhow. Because he contributes everything, be it assist or, like, I mean, free kicks or anything, he is there. So, KDB goes for me as long-term. If you talk about Kane, so Kane has been pretty underrated under uh, uh, the new manager. So, under the new manager, uh, Kane is pretty different and uh, he was a complete beast under Jose Mourinho. So, Kane, I would probably pick in game week 11 or 12 If Vardy and Lukaku aren't uh, Scoring much And uh, Who are the other ones? Like uh, Son, Definitely by, And uh, he needs to be there After game week 11 And he's a long term pick for me And who was the fourth one? Aubameyang. Aubameyang So I feel like Aubameyang has Gone with his uh, Flow And uh, I wouldn't pick him I mean uh, It's like can avoid thing for me in case of uh, Obamayang. so i wouldn't fancy my myself or uh, wouldn't suggest anyone to go for Obamayang as of now okay rahul the same to you
3: um okay so let's begin with this i mean i have been making wildcraft uh, wild card drafts uh, since game week 7 or 8 and i had kdb uh, sun and either kane or Wadi in each of the drafts so, I, I was planning of having them in my team since Game Week 7, but unfortunately, I backed out on the wildcard part. So, you know, summing, summing that up, basically, what I'm, I want to say is, three out of four players are still on, are already on my list. And I might bring them in, uh, you know, as per the fixtures they have. So, as I, uh, you know, as previously mentioned by uh, Suvankar, uh, uh, Sumit over here, that Kane can exploit United, uh, you know, in the same way Liverpool did in the last game so uh, I have I've been considering bringing in Kane for Wardy, but uh, even Wardy faces Arsenal so again there's there's uh, that between them so uh, yeah Kane could be a good buy no doubt about that but we'll have to wait and see how they perform you know against the uh, teams that they are ha- they are having in the next two games which is United and uh, one more I guess Leeds I'm not sure so, uh, Everton Everton sorry Everton yeah so if if Kane is supposedly scoring good against <coughs> scoring or assisting good against those two teams, and then after that they have you know five really good fixtures. I mean all the uh, teams that they that he will be facing would uh, you know not be that good def- uh, defensively. So Kane has a good chance of scoring against them. So we'll wait we'll wait and see about him. And regarding Aubameyang, um, he has been scoring since uh, I guess three or four games, and I'm quite impressed with him. But in the same way, I'm not sure whether he go- he's going to continue his run. And uh, cheaper options are available from Arsenal side like uh, Smithrow and uh, Saka, who are the providers for him as of now. So we can bank on them instead if we you know if we do not have the budget for Gun. And uh, KDB and um, Sun. So Sun has the same Sun for Sun. There's the same mindset like I had for Kane. But uh, if I had to choose between Sun and Kane, it would be Kane. And um, for KDB KDB I think I will I will be keeping him on hold because Foden is uh, you know uh, is in the hot form right now and uh, and he's also relatively cheaper than him so for now Foden stays and uh, once he has been you know the victim of the tap roulette, I might switch to KDB so right? then he stays
1: yeah I mean nice round nice very nice and uh, Sushank the same to you I
4: will keep it simple KDB yes res 3 no <laughs> hey, thanks. <laughs> no, because, because uh, the, the the names are quite big, they have been performing year after year. But then the, the smaller names were not existing. If you have your mounts performing, if your have performing, uh, you have ESR performing at uh, probably half of their price. Then it gives you to have uh, players like Lukaku and Salah in your team, and again have different differential as well. So, out of the four big names that you took, uh, KDB uh, without a thought yet, and the other three, uh, because only and only because of the price cap, I speak no myself. Okay. Uh um,
1: you know,
3: um. Sorry. Uh, sorry to interrupt, you, but uh, yeah, so yes. there's this one thing. I you know I, I was I to you know uh, come uh, you know, keep, uh, sorry put that forward to for the panelists. So there's this duo, Jim, Jimenez and uh, Wong. Mm. So now they have the same you know same uh, point that Sushang mentioned. I mean Jimenez is available at eight plus million and Wong is available at five point seven if I'm and they are both, you know, providing, you know, providing the points to their owners in the same manner. I mean, there's not not much difference. I think Wang is currently outperforming Jimenez, if I'm not wrong. Mm-hmm. So, what are your what are your guys' views uh, on this? I mean, should we go for Wang or should we go for Jimenez?
4: I'll I'll go first, Sushant. This side, uh, very good question, uh, interesting question around, in fact, and uh, very very addressing question. I would prefer Wang over Jimenez. Uh, the prime reason being 5.7 over an 8, Uh is guaranteed to start again uh, get, get 2 points. From a 5.7 million, you are not expecting a goal every game week. Plus, he is giving you 2 points for sure. And he is in an attacking position. If you look at Jimenez, uh, he his his responsibilities have changed. He's kind of linking up the midfield with the attack as well. Whereas, Huang has been given the chance to finish up this goal. So, Uh, If you take Wang in your team, it gives your squad, the entire squad, so much of flexibility. Because you are not thinking of him as a bench holder. He is going to start 90 minutes. He is going to be, like if you look at him, he is going to score around 40-50% to assist or score, uh, Wolves goal. And those extra 2.3 million would be so vital in getting that second Chelsea defender or or what do we say, a, a City defender. And imagine with Wong, you would be able to have a Liverpool, Trent, you will be ha- able to have Chilwell, and you will be able to have Cancelo. And Cancelo has played almost every game in this Premier League as well. And with that back three, you are not just uh, looking for four uh, defensive points, but attacking returns as well. So, Wong over imminent for me.
1: Yeah, and uh, Sushant, like I cannot even say anything here because… You because you and I have been quite in discussion about Wang and Yemenes yes. and I told you to like avoid Wang in the last yes. game week and he went on to score. And he has performed only since then. So I think Sushank, I cannot intervene here and I will be complying with whatever you are saying. So Sushank if he's saying anything, nice, very nice. Yeah, yeah. So Wang in, Yimenez
0: out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So, we've been comparing a lot of people and a lot of players. So, there are two people I would like to compare. And I would like to have your opinion on that. So, we are into the last game week of October. And uh, I see like Yuga and Anshuman fighting Mm -hmm. against each other in a very tight competition. So, whom you guys are banking on for Manager of the Month award?
1: okay <laughs> I, I will try to go first i mean it it is it is a very 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 tough question yashaswap at first because we had these two guys in the podcast also last week and last week only it was this week only yeah and you yeah. know i mean uh, both of them had so, so clear insights i mean they they are like uh, they are like road dogs they are just out there to win okay so i think anshuman or you I will be actually banking upon Yug but I'm not saying he's definitely going to win or I'm backing him but I will be banking you and not backing him and uh, I will give my good wishes to Anshuman like you know just prove me
0: wrong man but yeah I think Yug is going to do it yeah okay so we have one vote for Yug uh, what about you Rahul um
3: okay so going by the facts uh, currently Yug is leading the race by 9 points and last I spoke to Anshuman he had decided to take a minus 4 so that yeah. gives a lead of, you know, minus 13 points, uh, 30 <laughs> points to you. So there's this incline towards you uh, but you know, I would really, really, really be, not be shocked if someone from below, like apart from top two, comes on to win the win this game week. Because, uh, I will say this because Anshuman was not even in contention before this game week. And one game week changed everything for him. So I think there's a possibility, you know, a minute possibility that might have a game week a brilliant week, or might they might use a chip or anything could be done and they might end up winning. So, I will be banking on a third player that may win it.
4: So, that's that. Okay. So, for me, for me yeah. Sushant over here, it's a very very easy choice. I am sorry Anshuman, but I will <laughs> go with you over here. It's a pretty easy choice because if you look at their team, uh, I would not say Anshuman was quite fortunate. But in Anshuman's team, he has uh, a, a Simikas, a Shaw Simikas is not going to play. Sure, we we all have said to avoid a Manchester United defence. And then he has uh, a West Ham defence and a Southampton defence. Compared to a Uke's team, who has one Liverpool defence, two City defence and one Chelsea defence. So that's a strong, strong back line. Plus, again in terms of attack, you look at next last week's points. Anshuman scored 138 with only actually zero points on the bench. And Uke scored 129 points. With around what 22 oh. points on the bench, so he has all players performing in his team, and I believe I believe it's it's a close game between Yug and Anshuman. For me, Yug is the clear winner over there.
0: Okay, and uh, yesasmas, to you, over to you. Yeah, Yug. Uh, Anshuman hails from Indore, and uh, my heart says like let, I mean he should win, but then my mind says the team that uh, Yug has been lining up, he definitely is uh, way ahead of Anshuman, and. Uh, Let's mm-hmm. see. It's it basically is four nil right now for the panel for, in favor of you. So it probably could be Yug's month, and let's see. It it will be fun to have him on the podcast next week. But then it will be more fun if uh, Anshuman bags in and proves everyone wrong.
1: Yeah, it will be very much fun when Anshuman comes and we will tell him like what we voted, we voted against him yeah.
4: <laughs> I, 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 I hope Anshuman listens to this because that was my extra motivation uh, behind uh, standing strong behind you because our uh, victory after hearing all these things will be the sweetest one <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So, as we head into our last couple of hours of our uh, rigorous thinking and finalising the teams uh, I from Jersey Premier League wish you all uh, a game week to remember, and at the same time thank you Shwankar for joining and uh, thank you panel for joining as well. So we will meet next week with our manager of the month for October and our game week winner. So thank you. All the best. Bye, thank, you. thank you.
3: Thank
2: you. All the best of you.